Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Leadership Biz Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Tamvin Nasir, CEO of Tamvin Nasir Leadership. Looking for a keynote speaker or corporate trainer for your next event? Then visit our company's website at tamvinnasir.com to find out how we can bring invaluable insights and practical tools to help your organization succeed in achieving its goals. And this episode is sponsored by GoCo. Growing your business is exciting, but hiring and onboarding new employees can be overwhelming, not to mention costly if things go wrong. Thankfully, GoCo can help you with this by automating and streamlining everything you have to do to support your growing team. You can customize the GoCo platform to support your existing processes, documents, and policies, and they provide you with a dedicated customer success manager to help you maximize the benefits you derive from their platform. And the best part is that you can try it for free with no credit card needed. So go to goco.io slash leadership. That's G-O-C-O dot I-O slash leadership to get started. Now I have a wonderful story that I want to share that offers some powerful food for thought about the way we lead. So let's not waste another moment here in brewing up another leadership espresso shot. If you've been reading my award-winning leadership blog or have attended one of my leadership keynotes or corporate training events, you know that I'm a big believer in the power of stories to help illustrate key ideas on how to improve the way we lead our team and organization. And so for this leadership espresso shot, I decided to dive into my archives and find a story I haven't shared in a while to see what fresh insights and inspiration we can glean from it. And as soon as I read this one, I knew this had a much-needed reminder of what we as leaders should be doing to help those we lead not just succeed, but thrive under our care. In addition to his role as one of the senior vice presidents of a nonprofit organization, Mark also serves as the assistant captain for the volunteer fire company in his town. Now, while this voluntary role certainly sounds exciting, Mark is the first to admit that for the most part, his role is pretty much to offer any support the professional firefighters might need. One night, Mark gets the call that there is a house on fire nearby, and he rushes to the scene to offer assistance, expecting to pretty much stand on the sidelines while the firefighters go to work. As it turns out, Mark was one of the first volunteer firefighters on the scene, and the firefighters were still working to put out the fire, so there was still plenty to do. Realizing that he had a chance to put his training to work, Mark looked around for the fire chief to offer his help. He soon spotted the fire chief holding an umbrella for an old lady who was standing barefoot in her pajamas in the pouring rain. Clearly, this was the owner of the home the firefighters were working to save. As Mark reached the fire chief, another volunteer firefighter had presented himself to the fire chief asking if there was anything he could do. The fire chief told his volunteer firefighter to go into the burning house to save the homeowner's dog. When Mark heard this, he became excited, thinking how he could now participate in helping to fight a blaze, and so he asked the fire chief what he could do to help. The fire chief looked at Mark and said, Mark, I need you to go into that house and retrieve this lady a pair of shoes. Clearly, this is not what Mark had expected after hearing what the other volunteer firefighter got assigned to do. But he was still happy to be able to lend a hand 
and do something other than standing by on the sidelines. Unfortunately for Mark, any excitement he had for this task soon disappeared because just as he was leaving the house carrying the pair of shoes he got for the homeowner, the other volunteer firefighter came out carrying the old lady's rescued dog in his arms. Within moments, there was an eruption of cheers and applause as the old lady was reunited with her beloved pet. Although Mark's efforts were not met with as much enthusiasm by the onlookers, he still made sure that the old lady was comfortable with the shoes he got for her before he headed off to see how else he could be of help. Naturally, Mark didn't give this encounter much thought. That is until a few weeks later when he received a letter from the fire chief. In it, he included a copy of a letter the old lady had written thanking the firefighters for helping to save her home. The old lady also wanted to let them know how grateful she was that in her time of need, one of them had been so thoughtful and attentive as to get her a pair of shoes from her burning home. Now, one of the reasons why I love sharing Mark's story in some of my leadership keynotes is because it reminds us of the power of expectations. In most cases, when people hear this story, there is an understandable tendency to note how simple efforts like getting a pair of shoes, can have such a powerful and lasting impact. But the more important message I want to draw your attention to with this story is recognizing the kind of expectations we create through our leadership, both for those we lead, as well as for those our organization serves. Consider the scene that was before this leader, the fire chief. Here he was having to direct his team and a volunteer fire company to help minimize the damage caused by this fire, while at the same time looking out for the needs of this old lady at what was unquestionably one of the worst days of her life. Despite numerous demands on his attention and resources, his focus never wavered from what mattered most, on how he could best protect members of his community from harm while at the same time making sure each of his firefighters felt like valued members contributing to that shared purpose. As much as this fire chief understood this old lady's need for reassurance and comfort, he also understood what Mark needed to feel like he was making a difference. That his desire to commit his time, talents, and drive to help others didn't go unanswered or without notice. And therein lies a powerful lesson for all leaders to learn. People don't get excited about being efficient. They get excited about doing work that matters. This is the real differentiator between those organizations that are not only succeeding, but thriving, and those that are just trying to get through the month or even the week. The expectations created by leaders in these thriving organizations revolve around making sure that people not only do work that matters, but that they have the opportunity to do their life's work. These leaders recognize that their role is to inspire and empower their employees to bring their best selves to the work they do by creating an environment where people can leave work every day knowing they did something worthwhile. Indeed, Mark's story helps us to appreciate that everyone's efforts, regardless of how big or small it might be, matters. 
The key difference being how much do we as leaders pay attention to how we communicate and demonstrate that inherent value. We have to remember that people are not inspired by doing the ordinary, but by the opportunity to be extraordinary. That they have opportunities to know that what they do matters because others see and value what they do. In Mark's case, the value he created through that simple gesture was felt not just by the old lady, but by Mark himself because the fire chief took the time to demonstrate to Mark why this effort was important. That in performing this task, Mark got to be a part of something bigger than himself by serving someone in his community in their time of need. Of course, when we think of people who do extraordinary work, we tend to think of those who achieve something that's awe-inspiring or incredible. But see, here's why I wanted to share Mark's story. Because his example reminds us that we all have the opportunity to feel like we're doing extraordinary work. All that's required is being able to contribute in a manner that creates a meaningful impact on those we serve. And perhaps the biggest lesson we can learn from this story is that if Mark can feel like he's making a difference by retrieving a pair of shoes for an old lady, then the opportunity is most definitely there for each of us to provide our employees with moments to feel like what they do is important, that it matters because others value their contributions and efforts. Indeed, we don't have to wait for better times to give our employees the opportunity to be extraordinary. We just have to commit to making that effort today, to being that kind of leader that recognizes how everyday opportunities can be used to make people feel like, today, I did something that mattered. And this story proves that doing meaningful work doesn't have to be glamorous or exciting. On the contrary, as this fire chief's example reveals, what's required here is simply the willingness to look beyond our to-do lists in order to truly see and understand those we lead and how we can provide them with opportunities to do their life's work. The fire chief's example reminds us we can't focus solely on answering the who and what, but also the why. Obviously, Mark understood who they were there to take care of and what his part was to help address what this poor lady was going through that night. But by sharing that letter with Mark, the fire chief took it one step further and communicated to Mark the why. And notice how this why didn't have to be communicated at the same time as when this action was performed for it to still have that tangible impact in communicating to Mark why his efforts mattered. Again, we can try to convince ourselves that thanks to the frenetic pace and increasing demands we all face at a given day at work, we don't have the time to communicate to our employees why we do what we do. But what this fire chief's example demonstrates to us is that when we care about those we lead, it's easy to find opportunities to share why their efforts matter. And once we give people opportunities to contribute in a manner that makes a difference, it becomes easier for them to believe in their potential to continue to do such. All that's required is our continuing to show up and demonstrating to them that we care 
about both their successes and their ability to thrive under our leadership. And on that note, we come to the last drop of this freshly brewed cup of Leadership Espresso Shot. And that's a wrap for this episode of Leadership Biz Cafe, brought to you by Tavern Nasir Leadership. Looking for a keynote speaker or corporate trainer for your next event? Then visit our company's website at tavernnasir.com to find out how we can bring these kinds of insights to your organization, either at an upcoming conference, leadership retreat, or for a corporate training event. And this episode has been sponsored by GoCo. Hiring and onboarding new employees can be time-consuming and tedious. But thanks to GoCo, you can streamline and automate this process to help your employees hit the ground running. And as it can be customized to your workflow, it will not only help you save time, but avoid costly mistakes involved in onboarding and employee management. And remember, the best part is you can try GoCo for free with no expiration date and no credit card needed. So go to goco.io slash leadership. That's G-O-C-O dot I-O slash leadership and discover how GoCo can help improve your onboarding and employee management processes. Now, if you have any questions or comments, drop me a note through the contact form on my website. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do go ahead and share it with a colleague, with your team, or even with your boss to allow them to reap the benefits as well. And remember, you can find all episodes of this show, as well as links to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio on our podcast page at tavernasir.com slash LBC. So if you want to share this podcast with others, that's a great way to do it. And with that, I'm Tavernasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe. 